Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And we're the Two Bearded Ladies. It is January 1st! January 1st! Happy New Year's! And this is our 26th episode. 26th episode! And it is also our one year anniversary special! High five! That's, how's that for sound effects? And I almost missed that. She point. did almost. Like, like, I was just holding my hand up. That's all you. <laughs> no, I know. I'm the worst high fiver in the world. <laughs> like, I'm very enthusiastic. I want to give a lot of high fives, but it just does not. Depth perception not being what it should be. No. I'm sorry. I'm surprised they let me drive. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm surprised I let you drive me to Fort, to Dallas. Where am I? I don't even know now. <laughs> to Dallas. Uh, this is a very special episode because we are actually not recording in the safety and comfort of my own home. Because Which is why it's a little echoey. Yes. This house has very great acoustics. Uh, we are recording at our friend Casey's house and we have a and live studio audience. Oh my God. <laughs> that was them. That was, well, one of them was me. <laughs> You're just very enthusiastic. That's everything. true. That's true. So this is our very special one year anniversary podcast and... I'm not hungover this time, which is an accomplishment. I mean, we, well, in the traditional sense, we definitely drank last night. I had a bottle of champagne or so. I had a lot of vodka. Yes. And some, a little bit of champagne. Yes. I made her have the toast. toast. I, I, I had another glass after the toast. Okay. Okay. And it, but it was, oh, and I had one beer because a nice listener, friend to the two bearded ladies on the podcast, bought me a beer at the game last night. So I had a beer as well. Yay, internet fame. Yay. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I did like to tell my friend um, who lives in Canada, yeah, a random stranger bought me a beer last night. <laughs> it was great. Did you, did you watch him? Like, did you watch it get poured or did he just bring it to you? <laughs> no, I watched it get poured. It's it fine. fine. It was all good. It was lovely gesture. It was a very lovely gesture. Um, so we have a couple of topics going on. Probably the biggest thing in the hockey world right now is the winter classic is today uh you're sure it's not the stars finishing 2015 20 points ahead of where they finished 2014 that's not the biggest story of hockey Mm, it is in our hearts it is in my heart (laughs) 100 percent the stars 20 are, whole points they're so much better this year than they were they could basically year. like fuck up the rest of the season they'd still get in the playoffs exactly they could just stop i don't think they will no no i don't think they have it in them. i don't think they know how to they know how to phone it in against the bottom like the bottom five teams yeah. in the nhl except for the ducks because they hate the ducks which is great because i hate the ducks too but uh really what have i not talked about that before strange i hate them so much uh yeah so okay so the biggest story in dallas is that the stars are really fucking good really 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 good actually i would say though that it is a little sad to like be in Dallas and have no one else really know that hockey is really good here. <laughs> well, no, okay, so we checked into our hotel yesterday and I walked in still wearing my jersey from the game and the guy at the front desk said, hey, great jersey. And then he goes, I didn't even know we were playing tonight. And I was like, mm, mm, you were cool and then you lost it a little bit. <laughs> and then he's like, and then, then the guy that was standing next to him is British. <laughs> so he was like, I'm not even going to try to do British accent. But he was like, so wait, what? But you what should is try this? to do a British accent. 
No. I was about to try and I was like, no, this is going to go so badly. No, I'm not going to do it. But he was, he kind of was asking what was this, who they play. And so I said they played the National Predators. And he was like, wait, the National Predators? Like no, 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 Nashville, like in Tennessee, and then the the guy was like, "Yeah, one of our one of our rivals," and I was like, "Well, yeah, they are in the Central Division, sure." So I mean, he kind of knew what he was talking about, and was just also excited that we played a game. So I'll throw that one to him. It's fine. You got like a five out of ten. You tried five out of ten. You tried. You you gave it your best effort. You know what's really funny to me is that like how people keep talking about like central division rivalry and stuff like that and I'm just like I honestly don't think the stars have like a rival rival like I know like depends on who we play in the playoffs this year if it's the Ducks again right well it's probably not gonna be the Ducks I think it's, it's gonna be a wild card team well I mean if the well the Ducks I don't even think are making it in the playoffs but if they do make it into the playoffs and they make it past the first that there's still a chance if they make it in the playoffs, they're going to make it into the Pacific Division because the Pacific Division is going to have less points for their third place team than both wild card teams. It's true. So it's true. Not, the Oilers, the Oilers existed in a playoff spot for a little bit, but it was number three in the Pacific. So yeah. So uh, I mean, so fucking Central, man. It's so funny to me though, like because you can there's there are obviously very very good rivalries in hockey, right? Like Philly and Pittsburgh and stuff like that. Did you see that hat on Twitter that somebody? posted by the way that was like a red wings cap with the black ops logo it was like, it was like <laughs> you could not come up with a worse thing to put on that it was so funny it was one of those uh what do you call them um counterfeit like yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I, mean? I was actually it was really funny to me like it was in spain and i was in barcelona and we go into this clothing store and I'm from Lawrence, Kansas, and I was going to school in Lawrence, Kansas, and it said... Lawrence- Otherwise known as the opening of the Hellmouth, if you watch Supernatural, which I did for a little while. You know, actually, I never watched Supernatural because I saw the first episode of Supernatural, and they had plates on the front of their license... their the license plates on the front of the car, and it was Kansas plates, and I was like... You realize that in Kansas, no one does that. Okay. <laughs> and so, so I literally never watched the show again because I was like, you can't even be bothered in the first, to get this right. <laughs> in the first season, they go to Richardson, Texas, which is an outlying <laughs> suburb of Dallas. And I know that because I've driven through Richardson, Texas. I've been to and they do it because they, they, they did it because that's where Jensen is from. But um, they, they do that, and it's like this podunk middle of nowhere. It's got one gas station and a couple of houses. And I was like, hmm. It, no, it's a it's a it's a suburb. It's a suburb. <laughs> I teach in Richardson. You are drinking out of a Richardson coffee mug. I am <laughs> drinking out of a Richardson coffee mug right now, says the peanut gallery. So, <laughs> so uh, supernatural, very inaccurate, incredibly uh, inaccurate. And then, uh, but so I was in Barcelona, and there's this T-shirt there, and it says Lawrence High School. And it has the KU mascot on it. What? <laughs> and so I took a picture of it in the store because I went to Kansas. And then the lady comes up. She's like, no pictures, no pictures. <laughs> Did you have to delete it? No, because she didn't know. Oh, like, okay. she didn't... You didn't buy the shirt? No, I didn't buy the shirt. I tried, but they didn't have my size. Oh, too bad. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. So uh, that's what that. My favorite story about one of those is I bought, like, one of my friends got me a Forks High School t-shirt as an obvious reference to Twilight, Mm -hmm. and I wore it to um, church choir, and one of these little old men was like, Forks! 
let me tell you about Forks, because apparently he used to live there. <laughs> and he was like, you can only get there by taking a ferry. And I was like, mm, yeah, I actually knew that because of the book. <laughs> but I didn't want to tell him what book it was. <laughs> Listen, sir, I've read about sparkly vampires, so I know something about Forks. <laughs> sir. I am sir. an expert. <laughs> I've read all three. Four. There's four. four. <laughs> Clearly not an expert. <laughs> Clearly I did not. I, I've read them. Whatever. Uh, so I guess we should maybe talk about hockey. Oh, right. Right. Bit. This is a hockey weird, podcast. Right? Um, so we're, one of our... We're we gonna... only wasted eight minutes doing that. We're pretty good. Cool. Um, so the biggest news in all of hockey... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> there was a topic. There was a topic. Is today is the Winter Classic. It actually probably already happened because doesn't it happen at like 1 p.m. Eastern? Right now. It is happening right now. Clearly, we're not watching it. No, because I don't give a shit. Right. Um, so, the second biggest news in all Ooh, of hockey... Habs are up! F the Bruins! <laughs> I, mean, I I can approve of this. Yeah. Um, is that the Women's Winter Classic was yesterday. Woo! We're all big uh, fans of women's hockey in this household, apparently. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, I... There was a Periscope stream, and I didn't catch it because I didn't know there was one until there was, like, five minutes left. Um, uh, I didn't watch it because I was at work. Well, that happened, too. Um, but honestly, like, as much as went wrong with the Women's Winter Classic in that there was no good streaming, and it was announced, like, four why days before... Why would you play... That? that drives me a little crazy, because why would you play it if you're not going to stream it and make it available for people? Well, in I, in large part, I have a feeling that there was a lot of legal conflicts between the CWHL pay for streaming con- service, the NHL's pay for streaming service, which is Game Center, obviously, mm-hmm. and then the NWHL, which has contracts with both ESPN and Nessun. Mm. So trying to get all three of these separate entities to agree to one kind of streaming was probably a legal nightmare that they did not have enough time to, to work out. Well, maybe they should have planned it more than four days in advance. You know, ideally, I think they would have. But it just didn't come together. And- I'm so sad we're not on video, so I couldn't do that frog coffee moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but I think that I, is not my business. I think um, I, there was a great article from Patrick Burke. It was an interview with him um, that Jen Neal did on Puck Daddy. And he was like, honestly, most of the time, these events, like the actual Winter Classic, gets planned about 18 months in advance, Mm -hmm. 12 to 18 months in advance. And they just started planning, like the very first, like it was thrown out that they could possibly do this Women's Winter Classic in September. Right. So that's not enough time to get an event this size together perfectly. And I think he put it best when he said... If the option was to do it imperfectly or not do it at all, I would rather have it. Oh, well, for sure. For sure. I just wish that they'd... I just personally wish that they'd planned it a little better, that they'd done it at a time that I could have watched it, Mm -hmm. even on Periscope, and that they'd done more than two 15-minute halves. See, that's the part that really bothered me, is that they didn't put it together... They clearly put it together as an afterthought to the alumni game versus as its own separate event, so that they put it so close together with the alumni game that, unfortunately, there was an injury to one of the Boston Pride players, and because of her injury and because it was so tightly scheduled with the alumni game, they actually cut the women's game short. Right. Because they had to stop at a certain time. 
And so I think for me, that's the part that was could have been avoided in this, you know, scheduling it, yeah, scheduling it better. Um, and so I think there's there's definitely something to be said there. But as far as not streaming, I understand that like that's that something that you would have to have a lot of lawyers look over a lot. You're of stuff. very understanding, and I am not weird. Hufflepuff, <laughs> not Hufflepuff. <laughs> But anyway, I think I think it's great, and I'm very confident that we'll have something similar going forward next year. I'm pretty like I think the response was so positive to the right. idea of the event that it'll happen again. And um, so yeah, update Habs up one nothing. On one the nothing at the end of the first. End of the first on the Bruins. Yay, Winter Classic. Go team! Score the points. Yay! I really wish there was snow. That's the only time I really like the Winter Classic is when it's snowy. Uh, I really, yeah, the um, uh, Maple Leafs Red Wings? Were they playing the Red Wings? I think they were. Yeah, that one was fun because that there was, was driving so snow fun. everywhere. Well, so for that one, that one was special to me too because I actually had spent the uh, New Year's Eve in Chicago. That was the year they, they announced the Olympic players too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really fun one. And I had spent the, the New Year's Eve in Chicago, and that was a huge blizzard. So I ended up, like, walking to whatever my my friend I was staying with was super hungover. And so, like, I was like, okay, I need to go get food at some point. And so I left the hotel, and, like, it was, like, this beautiful winterscape with all this beautiful snow in Chicago. And then I found this bar, and they did, like, a classic grilled cheese tomato soup combo. Damn. And so I was sitting in this bar with the Winter Classic on, and I got my grilled cheese and my tomato soup. And I was like, this is a great hockey memory. That is a great hockey memory. I had gone to the melting pot the night before. We got... We finished our dinner way too early, and then we just sat there until midnight happened. And they gave us our champagne early, so it was warm by the time midnight happened. And we left immediately after because we were like, nope, we're done. We're too old for this. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, we woke up early the next day to watch the Winter Classic. And I was in San Antonio where it was, like, what, 50 degrees? <laughs> Something like <laughs> Yeah. There was a little, definitely not snow. So the other thing that happens around this time is that everyone makes... New Year's resolutions. Woo! Do you want to read our question? Um, Dougal asked us to talk about what are the New Year's resolutions for you, the stars, and the wider NHL. Uh, I have one for the wider NHL, and that is to be more consistent and better at punishing um, injuries. Uh, Things. Like doling out punishments. Yeah, player player safety. More consistent. More consistent and better about it. Um, on a less serious note for the wider NHL, how about they just put PK Subban in more things? How I about think that yeah. should be their resolution all the time. I think so too. Uh, another one for the wider NHL is to get just better at marketing in general. I would agree with that. I think I've we've written several articles. Article, well, you've written several I've articles that I proofread and read. Jen also wrote our most read article of the year. That's on true. That's true on marketing. So, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's I, a, that's a very good resolution for the. I would like NHL. that. Also, oh well, the stars. I would like them to have every single player on their roster available in a jersey in two thousand sixteen. Christ in heaven, yes. <laughs> I would like a Jordy uh, Ben jersey to go along with my Jordy Ben jersey. I wouldn't like mind having any jerseys, really. Like, I don't have any. I will see. The other thing is, though, 
I have a Brandon Bull, you know, fake hockey boyfriend Brandon Bullock. I have a Brandon Bullock Blackhawks jersey, and I don't really want to wear it anymore. And it's also a little bit small now. And so I, we actually had a lovely reader who was like, oh, well, I'm going to go up to Calgary, and I was going to go to the Saddle Dome anyway and look at the merch shop. Do you want me to look for a Brandon Bullock one? And so they did, and they actually, like, asked a person. They were like, oh, no, we don't make that, so you'd have to order it custom for a jersey online, and it would be, like, $40. I don't see. That's the thing that I like about. I don't. I have the only traditional hockey market I've gone to is Chicago. But they have the the one thing I will say about Chicago is that they have a store that's the Blackhawks merchandise store where they have literally every roster player that's mm-hmm. available. Like even even like the like Brandon Bullig fourth line scrub. Like they have all of them. And that I really like that about that market, and I don't understand why more markets don't do that. Even if it's either. just a smaller run of shirts, mm-hmm. like I don't. Why? Why are you not doing? Why are you not jumping on this gravy train? Make more money. Make more things. I will buy all of them. We do try to buy our like that's like I would pay. I would pay for twenty three shirts every single fucking season. <laughs> well, not every single no, you season. wouldn't. I would pay for all of them at first, and then I would just keep buying the new ones. <laughs> And replacing ones that I wear out, like the Jamie Ben jersey I have that now has holes in it. Because um, I pick at my shirts. I get hold like if I ever wear a belt, like every time that I wear a belt, it somehow gets a hole right where the belt buckle is in whatever t-shirt I'm wearing. Oh, no. I have a nervous, I don't know if it's a nervous tick or what, but I like to take it and pinch it and then just roll it. You're fidgety. I'm fidgety. Well, you saw me playing with a pencil earlier. <laughs> if I had the pencil to play with, I wouldn't be rolling my shirt. Do you need Do you need me to get you a pencil? No, it's okay. I'll just roll my shirt. Um, my New Year's resolution for the stars <clears throat> is... Honestly, I want them to stop playing Travis Mullen. Is he on this team? Well, he doesn't have a jersey, so we don't know. That's true. I keep thinking they've let some fan on the, on the ice to, like, <laughs> skate around... For funsies. Start he fights. doesn't really do much. Starts fights. Yeah. Sometimes. He started a... F- I mean... The- <sighs> you know I don't love fighting. You know I don't love retaliatory fighting. I definitely... Yeah. I do know that. But, you know, when my boo Jamie Ben gets butt-ended, I would like somebody to pay for that. So that was... Um, I'm such a hypocrite. I'm sorry. I'm the worst hypocrite in the world. Well, my problem... like, I feel like the worst hypocrite in the world because... My fake hockey boyfriend happens to be an enforcer. (laughs) (laughs) My fake hockey boyfriend is the captain of his team, so... (laughs) Like, uh... I mean, I don't like fighting, but it's kind of (laughs) hot. I don't like it except when I do. (laughs) I like it in a very specific circumstance. (laughs) Done by a very specific player. No, I, you know... It was it was hard for me because after that game, I was watching the Emporium and Razor was just like, I just I really love that kind of player. And I was like, but why? Mm. He doesn't he he was the only negative possession player that game. <laughs> he has zero points for the year. Played nine games, zero points. I think he has not contributed to any significant plays that I can think of. And the only significant thing he's done in those nine games is fight somebody because Jamie and Ben got butt-ended. When Tyler Sagan had already taken a penalty for roughing and Jordy Ben had already gotten a black eye in the scrum. So, like, what was the point of you, Travis Moen? I don't understand. No, I... Is that his first name, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> it Ta- is. Taylor? Taylor? Tyler? <laughs> Toboggan? <laughs> Toboggan Moen. Toboggan Moen. I like 
think it, it rhymes. <laughs> That's what his name's going to be from now on. Sorry, you know he's Canadian. <laughs> so true. So true. Uh, wider, do you have a New Year's resolution for yourself? Um, well, I'm, okay, so I'm going to Iceland in June, and part of the trip to Iceland is a um, 5K that my friend and I are running, the Midnight Sun Run. And mm-hmm. so I have, as anybody who has ever met me, can see with their own two eyes, never been very good at like physical activity or sports or being very dedicated to any kind of <laughs> physical activity kind of plan. Um, and so my goal for this year is to like set a plan for that, get ready for that in June. And then once it's over in June, not just like coast by the rest of the year, I'm like, well, I ran a 5k this year. What did you do? Yeah. You know, like, and keep going with that and then, you know, hopefully run more 5Ks, run a 10K. You know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm really not going to be a marathon runner. That's not going to be a life goal of mine. Halves are not that bad. But I, I figure if I run a 10K, I could probably make it to a half, you know? You could like, definitely make So the thing is, if you can, yeah, if you could run a 10, if you can run six miles, you can run 13 miles. It's just, it's just double plus one. <laughs> no, the thing about. <laughs> And I honestly, we were talking a little bit about this on the way over. Like, there's some halves that happen in Dallas right about the start of the hockey season. <laughs> so, so it could be like, like a, a reward. If, you get yeah. through this 13, the what if 13 I start miles. Running for training again for a half next at the end of the year and come watch hockey afterwards. But uh, no, like, I mean, honestly, like, a, a half marathon is really just about. I mean, yes, obviously training is important for it, but like, it's about not giving in when it hurts a lot yeah (laughs) yeah that's it's almost all mental like once you hit that six mile mark once you hit that halfway mark it's just like okay well I gotta finish now yeah like well and when I was so when we I I started training for a 5k like not this past year but the year before and for a good two months was running every single morning and actually really liked the way it made me feel liked the fact that like I I normally have pretty weak ankles and they got a lot stronger when I was running Mm -hmm. and I liked that about it and so I just I moved into an apartment in a sketchier neighborhood than I'd been living in and I just kind of stopped and I need to like I actually don't live that far away from the other neighborhood I was running in so honestly I could probably drive over there park and just do a run real quick in the morning Mm -hmm. or I do actually have a gym membership that I never use so there are all kinds of options I could be doing it just takes a little bit more effort than it used to and that's kind of where I fell off the wagon is that it took too much effort same same so uh, anyway, that's my New Year's resolution is to do that. My New Year's resolution is, and it's it's super tried and kind of meme but like to live my best life. Like, I know, I know, I know. It Your best stupid. life now. No, I'm just, I'm thinking of like the Christian self-help book. Oh, God. Your best no, life now. I did not mean it in that sense. But like, honestly, like I have a lot of insecurities and a lot of self-doubt. And like for me to really make sure that like I'm putting myself in the forefront and my happiness in the forefront and taking care of myself is something I'm bad at doing and something I need to prioritize Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of my new year's resolution for the year so I want to get back into exercising because I got I was good at I was really doing really well up until about um like uh summer this year which I mean Texas summer so like April and like I just need to get back into it. And I can feel, like, my knees getting yeah old. 
So the the guy that used to be the Dallas Stars photographer before the current one, Sean Barry's the current one, and he just started this year. But the one who was there before, mm-hmm. I think his name is Trey, but I could be wrong. Um, I follow him on Twitter, and he does this thing every year where he he doesn't do resolutions. He does like the year of something, mm-hmm. and so like I think last year was like his year of creation, and so like it was just it. He calls it an intentional way to live every day, and not just a resolution that you're not right. Gonna, fulfill so um one year i think he did like the year of discovery where he did a bunch of new things like at last year was the year of creation where he like started doing like started just started doing different things and making different things like music and pictures and movies and stuff like that so it's like i i like the i like the thought of that i haven't ever really been able to think of like year of for myself but right um I like the I like that idea a lot better than like resolutions like I'm going to live like lose weight and eat healthier and because that's going to be out the door in January 2nd so basically I've already had what a couple glasses of champagne right now Um, I've had two cups of Sweden condensed milk and instant coffee and it's delicious I mean it's a good way to live we are currently living our best life best life now best life now uh I think I think the year uh, year of for the Dallas Stars should be the year of winning. The year of winning all of the things. Winning all of the things. I mean, I knew, I knew when we got Odia and Sharpen, it was going to be a better year. And then when we got Niemi in too, I, I was a little, I was a little nervous about the goalie tandem. But there was no way it could be as bad as it was last year. <laughs> yes. So even though, even though I was like, that's a lot of money to wrap up in two guys who've never won a. Well, not never one, but like who are haven't don't haven't have a great haven't had great records the last couple of years. But you know, like there's literally no way it could be worse. Yep. So like even if it was just Kari and some rando, it wouldn't have been worse. No. Um. So do we want to go through our uh, top five moments of 2015? I figure I can do one. You can do one. Yeah, that's cool. You can do the last one because you called dibs on it. I did. Um. I called dibs. Let's see. So then you get to do the first one. Oh, have scored again. Oh, so what? Update. 2-0. 2-0. You'll have already watched this by the time, but whatever. Probably. You'll probably okay. watch this. Okay, so, um, well, okay, um, Jamie Ben signing the scouting report journal. Uh, the that was a good training moment. camp was a great moment for me personally. Um, I was I was hoping for a little more in that moment. I really wanted him to read it and kind of give me a look or like at least some reaction. But instead, as he was signing it, he was telling people, "We can't stand out here that long, guys." And I was like, "Why? It's literally your last day of training camp, and you're doing nothing after this. What What do you need to rush off for, Jamie Ben? Yeah. But I, I you know, he's a socially awkward little butterfly, so I was just gonna let him go. Yep. But anyway, that was one of the highlights for me personally, having to do with the stars in general. Uh, training camp itself was a really fun time. Training camp was a really good time. Um, I think for me, I guess for number four, one of the best moments of, of my my year was I presented at the Rochester uh, Institute of Technology. And, and there, at our meetup afterwards, obviously I've met a lot of people from Twitter and stuff like that. But I had never interacted with this woman before, and she was a student at at RIT. And she came up to me, and she was telling me a little bit about just how important the Beardiest Ladies podcast was to her, and having women in such a male-dominated career, like, 
area was so important to her and how much like that meant to her she's in the stem field obviously at rochester sure, sure and so like just having someone i've never even met before talk to me like i'm a, a role model and a hero and i was like i started crying i mean i was a little drunk but i started crying i would have bit. too even sober <laughs> like dang i'm getting a little teary-eyed right now just sitting here so that was that was a that was a really excellent moment of 2015 that's cool that's cool uh, so the next one I have is um, our best start in franchise history. That's an excellent, excellent moment. Yeah, twenty fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we won the first one on a three zero shutout, and I knew I knew right then it was going to be better than last year because we lost our first game last year. But uh, it it just the fact that they just kept going and kept even though they lost the second game, whatever. The fact that they kept going and they kept going and it was like. Are we ever gonna lose? No. Okay, that's fine. Let's just not. Yeah. I mean, it took us. It took us how long to even get a shutout against us? Like yeah. it was December yeah. before anybody shut us out. So, yeah, best start in franchise history. And it I'm happened okay to be the second best team in the division. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. No. And then we kicked their asses the next night. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. The second best team in the division, and on the last second night of a back to back. Yeah. Like, okay. It that, if we're gonna lose the game, that's, it happens. It happens. Uh, I think um, uh, one of the absolute best moments for me, and I think I kind of, I think it really heralded how special this organization is as a Star Wars organization, was um, the Patrick Sharp trade being announced at the fan event without any warning. Yeah, Not without ever. it getting linked anywhere. I heard from somebody that was there. Yeah, that's how I heard about it, too. Yeah, yeah. Casey. Yep. Casey yep. told Casey, us. Casey, who was part of our peanut gallery. <laughs> I thought, like, it was, like, a comedy routine. Because Razor <laughs> and Ralph were up on the stage. Yeah. Nope, nope. Not a comedy routine. I think, and then to me, honestly, like... We'd heard kind of rumors, and we I had completely dismissed that we were going to get... Because it was one person and that had said the stars were interested in Sharp, but there would be like 18 people saying 18 other teams were yeah, interested yeah. in Sharp. So I, I kind of was like, that would be great. That'd be real great. But it's a pipe dream. It's not going right. to happen. Like that, yeah. There's no way in hell they would no. give Sharp to a central division rival, right? And yet. And yet. They did, and they took our two problem children off our hands. <laughs> and it was the most amazing moment in hockey for me ever. It was so great. Not was ever. the second. Second, second most amazing. Second most moment. amazing moment in hockey. I was, I, I couldn't believe, I could not believe that we got Patrick Sharp and all we had to give up was Garbage <laughs> and Daly. You take him. You take him. Please go. Yeah, have him. Technically, we got Patrick Sharp for Garbage and Scuderi. <laughs> Which is even funnier. Oh my god, Scuderi. Uh, the only way that could have been better is if we'd gotten him for Garbage and Glass. <laughs> that would have been even better. But no, Scuderi is perfect. Like, good lord. Yeah, you have fun with that, Blackhawks. You yeah. have fun with it. My, bless their heart, my, my Blackhawks friend always hated Daily because I, like, we 
we they she plays against us a lot, so she kind of hates Roussel too. Mm-hmm. And so then when she got daily, she was mad because she knew that I'd been complaining about his possession for so long. <laughs> and and I was like, no, he's gonna be fine. They'll use him on the power play. He'll get you a lot of lots of points at school. And then they never used him on the power play. So all he was was the weakest link in their defensive chain. Yeah. So like then actually, she, to be fair, I don't think he was the weakest link in their defensive chain. The problem is that he got paired with the other weak link. I know. <laughs> yeah. So chain. they were both the weakest link. He yeah. was the second weakest link. So then a weak pairing. It was a very weak pairing. So then he gets traded, and she's like, well, at least he's going to be better than Daly. And I was like, have you looked at Scuderi's numbers? If there is one person that is possibly worse it than is, Trevor Daly. It is, it is Scuderi. Yeah. I really liked the way I said that. Mm. Scuderi. Yep. Okay, sorry. So what is the absolute best moment from 2015, like you couldn't guess? Like you couldn't guess. It was Jamie Benn winning the Art Ross. In the last, what, like eight seconds of the game? Nine. Nine seconds of the game. So Carolyn was there, and she really wanted to talk about it, but I called it because I called it first because that's what I do. (laughs) Um, And I couldn't be there. I couldn't even watch it because I was at a wedding. And bless your heart, you're never going to listen to this. So I was kind of mad that I was at a wedding. (laughs) I would much rather have been watching that game. But I sat in a corner and cried because literally everybody I know was tweeting me and texting me like, oh, my God, Jamie Bain in the air. I was like, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, but I went back and watched that moment later with like it, it's if if it, I'm really sad that Ralph Stranges is not with this organization anymore. But what a fucking game to go out on! What a call to go out on! Like the the way that he chanted Ben 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 as it was going down. I was oh oh my god! It gave me chills. It gives me chills all the time. I'm getting chills talking about it. Mary and I, Mary who is in the peanut gallery, and I were at the game, and like, I literally, we were in the third, we were in the balcony section, and then the 300s, and honestly, I was a little bit afraid that I might fall, because like, my knees went weak, and I was laughing and crying at the same time, and like, I had very little control over my body. I was just like, don't fall, don't fall, don't it's fall. It's actually don't a fall, miracle don't, you don't. didn't fall and kill yourself, no. actually. I know. It was it was the most electrifying experience I have ever been in. And I mean, I, I actually really love, like, part of the reason I love sports in general is because I love being in crowds that are cheering for things and are happy and have a lot that of good, black, positive I'm, energy. I'm sad you couldn't come up for that Blackhawks game where we shut them out because that had the feel of a playoff game. It was so exciting and electrifying. And, like, they were talking about it afterwards. Like, the crowd was amazing. It was like, yeah, because we were trying to drown out the A-holes in red. But, like, at the same time, and, like, no, it was so much fun. Yeah, and then so that that's exactly, like, the whole place was just insanely joyful. yeah when Jamie Ben won the Art Ross. And it was just one of those things where it's like, if you could harness human emotion to power, like, a fact... Like, you could power the world on how much happiness was coming out of the AAC for probably, like, two seconds. But, like... <laughs> yeah, the world is pretty big. The world is really big. But you could probably power all of Dallas on it for at least three hours. Yeah. That's yeah. how much... Like, just raw, beautiful energy was coming out of Jamie Benn winning the Art Ross. And then I started Which crying. is so funny, because Jamie Benn was kind of, like, ho-hum about it. I was... Yes. I, I mean... mean that's I mean, I was laughing and crying. I understand why he was ho-hum about it. Like, 
the most humble man in sports, basically. Wanted to do, wanted to be in the playoffs instead yeah. of winning this award, which is fine. And uh, like the him at the awards ceremony was so funny because you could tell he gave absolutely no craps about wanting to talk. Yeah. <laughs> and like all these people on Twitter were like, they played him off. Why the hell did they do that? That's so rude. And I was like, have you met Jamie Ben? Yeah. He does not want to be. He does on not want to. He doesn't want to give a speech. He doesn't want to be up there. He was so happy running off that stage. Come P.K. on. P.K. Subban, he is not. <laughs> no, no. Jamie Benn is the most awkward little snowflake I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, so we do have some really excellent reader questions for the one-year anniversary special. Woo! Um, okay, so I will go ahead and ask this first one. Uh, Jen asks, who do you think is going to the all-star game from the stars? And is there any trades you see Neil making before the deadline? Uh, from the, st- I mean, I would imagine it would be Jamie, uh, Tyler, and Klingberg. You know, honestly, I don't know if Klingberg's going to make it. I don't know if he will. At the beginning of the season, I would have said Klingberg. I, now I don't know if he's going to make it, but I don't think anybody else from the Stars would go. No, no, no. It's definitely going to be at least Jamie and, and, Tyler, and Tyler. And then probably somebody else from a different team. Yeah, that's my that's my expectation. So um, as far as any trades, like... I, I don't see why they would at this point in time. So there was this, there is this art, like, so uh, Sports Illustrated did their, like, what to expect in 2016, you know, predictions or whatever. And they were like, expect Jim Neal to make a big splash and add some size and grit no. into a new uh, veteran winger. No. And I was like, I could, I could see us adding another winger in that that's what keeps getting injured. Right. Um, and so having the extra depth in the organization grit, I don't think he gives two shits about. Nope. Um, no. And I, I could see us moving. I think we will move one of our extra demon. Yeah. I think that will happen. I don't know what for specifically, but I could see it being that extra winger, but I don't think that he's necessarily going to go for a big splash, a big splash, because I don't think we need another big splash. Nope. We need a tweak. Yep. We need, like, that extra man who can take on the minutes and be fine. I don't think we need to add, you know... I don't think he's going to go out and get Patrick Sharp 2.0. No, and it's not going to be, like, a Mike Richards... It's not going to be a Jeff Carter. Like, remember how, like, that was what basically... I'm sorry, I just vomited in my mouth a little. We don't need a Jeff Carter trade to get us to the fucking Stanley Cup Finals. Like, that's not what's going to get us there. No. It is not. So there you go. Okay... You're right here. <laughs> I know. I was just laughing. <laughs> Dougal asked, has Bunch Mox fully entered your vocabulary? Would it be possible to have Jamie and Tyler share the heart? Okay. Bunch Mox, yes, has fully entered my vocabulary. I don't think there's a day I go without saying Bunch Mox anymore, to I be don't know. No. And every opportunity, I will make a joke about it on Twitter and in my real life all the time. Yes. Though most people don't get it. No. But then way. I explain it to them. And sometimes I'll send them our article. Yeah. That was our what number two most number read? two number two <laughs> number most two read most read article. No, number three. I think the I think the calendar was number two. I think that's backwards. Okay, I don't but remember. it doesn't matter either way. I love our readers because they have great taste in articles. One hundred percent true. Um, and yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it would be possible to share the heart. Is it? <gasps> no, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of numbers once. I don't know if it's possible to share. It. Let me look. Let me Google. I didn't. I think. I think. I think my ideal scenario is Jamie and Tyler sharing their Ross. Well, because here's the thing with sharing the heart. I don't think you. I don't think you can share the heart I because it's all can. a vote. And yeah. like I, the problem with Jamie and Tyler, I think, is that they're going to split the vote they, because Eric Carlson should win the heart. 
I'm not okay. I'm not gonna argue with you because I don't really care. But um, I like that. I don't think anybody from yeah. I don't think you're. I think you're right. I don't think anybody from our, from our team is gonna win it because I think that Jamie and Tyler are gonna split it. Because I don't think if you took Tyler away, Jamie would be the player he is. And no. I think that that's that's what they look for in the heart is the mm. individual effort. And that's why and Eric Carlson should win the heart. That that's again. That's great. <laughs> and again, because. I don't care. I still don't care. <laughs> Hang on, let me Google. Has anyone ever well, shared it is a vote. the? Couldn't heart? somebody technically come out with equal amounts of equal shares? <laughs> you are never gonna believe what these results came back with. <laughs> Please tell us. Conjoined twins who shared a heart and a liver have died. <laughs> Whoops! That is not the heart we were talking about. No. Actually, when we first got this question, I was like, would it be possible to have Jamie and Tyler share the heart? I was like, they already shared my heart. Heart. Sure. Let me try this. Shut up. That was a great joke. There's nothing about. See, you're shaking your head in the background. Listen, everybody's shaking their head at you. Uh, we did top five. <laughs> if there had been ten, bunch marks would have easily been in there, as would uh, ESPN photo shoot. Honestly, you know, you could probably change my Sharpie announcement from top five into summer of 2015, things that happened in the off season. Okay, first of all, no, no one has ever shared the, the, the heart. But guess how many times in a row Wayne Gretzky won it? <laughs> Give me a number. It's under 10. You're right. It's eight. <laughs> Janelle from the peanut gallery wins. <laughs> Yay. You win um, me patting you on the back. Good job. Good job. Uh, Reba asked, Marin should talk about how the Ben oh, Brothers are the <laughs> Okay. So I brought this up myself because I linked it on my Twitter account. But so last night. First of all, Reba, you're a meanie. Um, you're not actually a meanie. You're very nice. Uh, so last night, uh, I I have Google alerts set up on my phone for Sam Gagne, which brings me tears of sadness, and Jamie Ben, which obviously sometimes brings me tears of joy. And I got emailed this article last night about Jordy Ben, and if you guys haven't seen it, we'll link it with the po- the post. But um, the article is titled. Um, Jordy Ben's determined journey to join star brother Jamie in the NHL. And it is all about Jordy Ben and, um, like, his support of his brother, how he feels about being, like, the older brother, but, like, you know, not the star player, and um, how Jamie got drafted and he didn't, and his kind of, like, how he, you know, talked to his dad about giving up, and his dad told him never give up, which is why he has it tattooed on his arm. And um, we got really drunk last night. (laughs) It was New Year's Eve. And I decided that we should have a dramatic reading of this article while we were really drunk. And I read it because (laughs) I'm a masochist. And I had to throw my phone down at least three times so I could writhe around in the chair of agony and cry. (laughs) Um, we called it the sober chair after a while, but it was the not sober throne. It was the, the sober, sober throne. throne. 
but Thank before you. the before it was the sober throne, it was the chair of agony because I cried in it. Sober um, throne of judgment. So well, yeah. Well, you guys got way drunker, and I just got more and more sober. <laughs> champagne bed. Champagne bed. I was in the vodka bitterness bed. <laughs> <laughs> vodka bitterness and salt, <laughs> and then a lot of kicking my blankets around. <laughs> but uh, that's why I don't share beds. <laughs> but uh, it was it it was a very it was a really great article because I, I, as an older sibling myself with much talented, much more talented, smarter, young, like prettier, younger, more successful, younger siblings, um, I love them to pieces. And sometimes I am a little jealous of where they are in their lives and where I am in my life. And um, I don't want to like push my feelings onto other people, but I do sometimes wonder about Jordy as the older brother, you know, like how he feels about the fact that his you know, younger brother is like this star player and he's ta- like getting scratched occasionally. And like, ta- like everybody thinks that he's only there because of Jamie and like, you know, nepotism in the league and all that kind of stuff. And Jamie, Jordy has not been scratched this year. Uh, he was out because he had a, a that's right. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I, I just meant last year, but no, I know, but yeah. I, I just wanted to point that out for all of that. Jordy has not been scratched this year. Yes. So, but he, it was such a sweet article because it was just talking about how he uh, has felt nothing but support for his brother, how there's really no jealousy involved in that, that he's just happy for him and he's happy that they're playing together, that they both get to play the game, that they both get to, you know, experience all these things and that they have each other there. And then there were quotes from um, the other players that were talking about how it felt really like the two of them kind of made it feel like a family in the locker room. And um, that was probably good for Jamie to have an older brother in the locker room so he didn't get too uppity. (laughs) And, you know, honestly, it was such a great article. That is why I threw my phone down and writhed around because it was a lot of feelings to process. (laughs) And we had had a had had a lot to drink. (laughs) <laughs> and we had won 5-1 against a divisional rival on New Year's Eve, and it was just a lot of feelings last night. And I'm fully processed. No, I'm not. I'm, that's a lie. I will never fully process anything. Um, but it was it, – Hannah was reading it to us earlier. Casey was reading it to us earlier. So I was yelling about it when she was reading it because it was horrible mm-hmm. and mean. But <laughs> it's a great article. You all should read it. We'll link it. But, um, yeah, I had a lot of feelings, and I cried. That's how I felt about it. Yeah. That, and I, I definitely at one point threw myself on the bed and was just like, no. Well, she was trying to get a video of me crying, and I'm really <laughs> glad that she didn't because I would have, A, killed her, B, broken her phone, and then C, cried more. So um, I just, I'm glad that didn't happen. But somebody was asking me, like, there should be a video. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I was in my pajamas. I had makeup running down my face. And I was really drunk and reading this article that was making me cry. Though I will say what kicked off the whole crying thing was that stupid fucking Google commercial. Oh. Have you got, we'll link that too so you all can cry about it too. There's this really terrible Google commercial. That's fantastic. And we cried a lot. It's and a lot of feelings. I hadn't taken my makeup off by the time we saw this. And, like, it was, like, you know, liquid eyeliner, really sparkly. And so at some point, like, I'm just, like, wiping my eyes. And I look down, my hands are black. <laughs> because I have so much makeup on them from crying over this goddamn Google commercial. It's it's a great commercial. It's I mean, well done, Google. But I don't understand why you have to manipulate my feelings this way when literally everyone already uses your product. That's true. Like, you're a freaking verb now. You can calm yourself. 
Calm your tits, Google. Calm your tits, Google. Okay. Next question. You get to read it. Stars Ben asks, do you think that Tyler Sagan can become more aggressive slash physical on the ice like Boston wanted him to be, or maybe he's just like that when somebody is messing with his captain, Jamie Benton? No. I don't I think don't, there's any need for it. They, a, he should not become more aggressive on the ice. He just blacked out because his pal was getting, or his boy was getting messed with. Uh, so if you guys go back and listen to the Tyler Sagan show on the from ticket. The Ticket, he will, he, I'm pretty sure he was saying it. I haven't actually listened to all of it, but he was saying, probably, I've heard he was saying it in a joking voice, but uh, he blacked out because his boy was getting bothered. So, I mean, first of all, Jamie Benn is his boy, which all of us knew. And second of I all. Think, I think there's only one person who loves the Stars team more than we do, and that would be Tyler Sagan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I... I know there's only one person that likes Jamie Benn more than me, and that's Tyler Sagan. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he likes him even more than Jordy likes him, and Jordy just had an entire article about how much he likes his brother. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, that's probably, yeah, 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 yeah. Legit. Yeah. Anyway. No, I, I Tyler Sagan attempting to hit people would be, A, hilarious, and B, well, just not work out well. He hits people. I mean, you you saw him hit people like in the game last night. Um, it's just like, I don't think he needs to be, like, we don't need him to be the gritty, tough player that, like, Boston was trying to get him to be. Because, A, that's not the type of player he is. If he sacrifices skill and talent for grit, then he's just not that good of a player, not as good of a player. Like, why sacrifice yeah the talent and the and the skills for being gritty and hitting more like there's no there's no need for so, it so i'm actually specifically reminded of the play that um happened in nashville so it was um uh stars had entered the zone and the puck was running a little bit faster um because it was a chip in versus like a pass and carry in and spezza was going down to retrieve it and ribeiro was like right on his heels and so instead of actually going for the puck because he could have gotten there first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ribeiro decided to run Spezza into the boards to keep him away from the puck. And I was just like, that doesn't make any sense. Because one of the other stars ended up getting to the puck first behind the net. Right. And I was like, you could have at least attempted to maintain possession for your team versus making the hit. Yeah. And I was just but like, that's, this is dumb. R- Ribeiro is dumb. Right, but my point is, I don't want Sagan to be that person. No, no, we don't want him to be dumb. Um, yeah, so I think I think he uh, I think he only has a particularly aggressive side with respect to hitting and fighting when uh, he somebody's, feels there is a specific wrong being done. Yes, when someone is messing with his boy. He's a he's he's a Hufflepuff whether he likes it or not. He is a Hufflepuff. I I am so like all these people saying he's a Slytherin. I'm like, what is wrong with you? No, no, that no. boy is not a Slytherin. I'm sorry. I will fight all of you. I will fight anyone. <laughs> That's it's true. You will fight anyone over pretty much anything. That's true. <laughs> That's not a true. Hufflepuff. Not a Hufflepuff. Uh, Andrew asked, "Does the Stars' refusal to lose two games in a row mean we are statistically guaranteed to win all playoff series?" And since it's going to be a Central Division team, who do you want to win the Pacific this year? Uh, first of all, yes. Statistically, we are going to win every single playoff series and then the Cup. Technically, that is not statistically correct. I don't care. It bodes well. Uh, I don't I don't give a darn. Um, and then what was the second part of it? Since, it, since it's a Central – basically since the Central is guaranteed to be in the wild cards – 
Who do you want to win the Pacific? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up there now? It's LA, right? It's LA. LA is going to win the Pacific, for yeah. sure. Like, that's just, that's going to happen whether we want it to or not. <laughs> I think, who could take out LA that's not us? Probably Nashville, maybe? Nashville could take him out. The Blues, maybe? The Blues. But well, the Blues are going to make it, I think, I think it's, what, I think it's right now it's like, uh, what, uh, Dallas, Blues, Chicago? Yeah. So Chicago, it's wild. Chicago it's wild makes a wild card. The, it's wild in the uh, Preds in the wild card spot. Yeah, but if Chicago makes it into the wild card, we could have Chicago, LA. Oh my God, that would actually work really round. well. That's what I want to happen. That's what I want to have happen too. <laughs> I choose that. <laughs> I would. I'm dialing that in as my preference. <laughs> I'm actually dialing on a table that has no keys. Um, make it happen, NHL. Make it happen, hockey gods. That's what I want. I want Chicago to be in the wild card spot that plays LA. Yep. Done. Done and done. Uh, it's your turn. Delena asks, continued success is making me nervous. When will it all go to hell? Never. If anything goes to hell, it's going to happen in the playoffs. Yeah. It's not going to happen in the regular it's season. It's not going to happen in the regular season. I think at this point, we're basically halfway through the year. Not quite, but basically. What um, game was that last night? We're 28, 8, and 3, right? I don't know. Pretty confident, 28, 8, and 3. That seems right. So basically half. 3 0! Good job, 17 Habs. seconds left in the. Yep. Gallagher. First game back. Gallagher's Gallagher first game back. We are 28, 8, and 3, 39 games. So we are two shy of halfway through the season. There you go. So we're basically halfway through the season. It's pretty much proven that the Stars are real fucking legit team this year at least the thing about the thing that makes the playoffs different than the regular season is that you're playing the same team over and over and over and so you can do better video scouting you can do you can learn each other's mannerisms and things like that i'm gonna need the capitals to lose tomorrow and they're playing the columbus blue jackets so that does not bode well yeah i wouldn't bet on that well i just wanted us to be the first to 60 points i mean it could potentially happen Mm. What? Yeah, I mean, like... Well, yeah, they'd have to lose. That's could, the whole point. I mean, it's yeah. technically possible. Oh, well, they start at the exact same time. It's technically possible that the Caps could lose to the Blue Jackets. Technically. It's true. There, There is a percentage. The, the Blue Jackets have won at least one game this year. There you go. <laughs> They've won 14. They have won 14 games this year. They could win 15. It is it is a realm of possibility. To the second highest team in the league. Yep. Well, they beat the highest team in the league. They did. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe if the Caps just phone it in tomorrow. Yeah. I, I Dear would've... hockey gods, I'm keying this in as one of my wishes as well. Please. Uh, Anya asked. This is our last question for our podcast. The do's and don'ts for the stars in 2016. Also, who's going to be in the most fights in 2016? Please bring out your crystal ball, ladies. Do's and don'ts for 2016. Okay. Um, Second question first. Roussel. Yeah. Like, duh. Like, duh. possibly random fan Travis Moen, but more than likely Well, Roussel. he's not going to get enough. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to get enough time on ice to get enough fights to even I mean, if himself. for whatever reason Alexiak finds his way back into the play, into the mix, like, he actually has proven himself to be. He's quite the, the what is he's it? He's got the wingspan for it, though. <laughs> like, he's punching somebody in the head while the other guy can't even reach him. It's like that so, older brother, younger brother thing where you hold their you head. You just hold their head. 
head and then punch them in the face. Yeah, it's great. I mean, Jamie Alexia, dang, he's got a reach. Um, but yeah, it's totally going to be Rousseau. It's totally going to be Rousseau. People just hate Rousseau on sight. Which is, and like, it kind of bothers me, honestly, because I feel like he doesn't get penalties called on him. He doesn't get The way that he should. The way that, because like, he got sucker punched earlier this year and they didn't do anything about it. Mm -mm. And like, the ref was holding him when it happened and still nothing happened. I was like, what the hell? They got matching minors or whatever. Yeah, when last year, Rousseau got suspended for for punching somebody or sucker punching somebody so whatever whatever but anyway do's and don'ts for okay so do continue winning we like that one don't lose remember it's our year of winning (laughs) it's our year of winning (laughs) don't lose uh try try i would like the top line to not take stupid penalties so they can be on our power play and not in the box instead um that one's directed at you mr ben mr ben Um, That is specifically directed at you, Mr. Ben. I would like Tyler Sagan to beat Madonna's hat trick record. (gasps) Yeah. I would like Jamie Ben to... uh, I would like Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan to split both the Rocket Richard and the R. Ross this year. (laughs) Because... If that effort on the Blackhawks wins it, I'm going to have to nope out of hockey. No, I'm not. That's not true. That's not true. Um, if that effort on the Blackhawks wins it, I'm definitely going to be very angry. Because I feel like he's already going to win the damn heart. He's not. Remember, we, for once in our life, East Coast bias might work in our favor. That's true. <laughs> That's true. He's saying he's getting master to nods. I'm going to. He's not going to get master to nods. Well, he like, might get, he might, I mean, even if he, even if he is nominated for the Masterton by the Chicago Blackhawks, I don't think there's any way he actually well, gets so voted what, it's for the, it. Well, so it's your local media that nominates the Masterton, right? And to be very, very fair to the local Blackhawks media, Mark Lazarus, Tracy, Chris Cook, I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. Cooch. I don't, I don't know. Cook. Cook. Whatever. K-U-C. I can see. Oh, I'm going to tweet him and ask him how to pronounce it. Uh, he, Dear sir. They have all been... In general, very uh, sensitive to the subject, and given that they are the ones who would more than likely be in charge of nominating for the Masterton, I think they're more than likely going to go. Darling wasn't nominated last year. Yes, he was. Okay, so they, they probably aren't going to nominate Darling, but they probably could nominate Roosevelt, who was injured in the playoffs mm-hmm. and then came back to sign a one-year contract again and is currently playing and is part of the team and. Still proving really, really useful to the Blackhawks and, and stuff like that. So I feel like they have a good alternative and they're sensitive to the subject. So while they may or may not vote for him for Hart, which I believe is a media nominated one as well, I don't think they would nominate him for the Masterton because none of them have really ever used that narrative of overcoming adversity in their, their work. Yeah, it's the P-H-W-A that votes for the Hart. Yeah. I still have that up. Um, yeah, I don't, I, even if for some crazy random happenstance he does get nominated for the Batmaster, I do not see him actually winning that. No, because there's actual people who deserve it. <laughs> and he 100% does not. Nope. Anyway, back to do's and don'ts for the stars, because I don't want to, with us talking about him. Um, you have, have what, do, say things. I just said things. I, uh, <laughs> okay, so splitting the Art Ross and the Rocket Richard would be great. Um, 
Uh, do please hoist the Stanley Cup. That I mean, would be fantastic. I would, um, and I would really like for Jamie to hand it off to um, Jordy. And if he doesn't hand it off to Jordy, then maybe Tyler. He needs to hand it to Tyler. random fan trips. <laughs> Toboggan Moen. Toboggan Moen. Just kidding. I think Toboggan Moen has actually won it before. He did with the Habs. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, no, let's. He is a Stanley Cup winner. No, he hasn't won it with the Habs. Yeah, he did. Swear to God. When was the last no, time? No, no, no. The Habs haven't won. Did they haven't not with won? the Habs. Um, I, I was like, no, was no, he, he hasn't. He was on the Ducks team when they won it, I think. In 2007 or something like that? 2006? They they, they definitely won it in seven. But he definitely has won a cup before. Yeah, no, I know. I know. But I was just saying, it it wasn't the Habs. No, you're right. I just... That was who he was on last. Uh, No, they did... He did not win it with the Ducks. Yes, he did win it with the Ducks. Okay. Okay. He won it with the Ducks. Ducks. What? We're on his wiki. You guys... Random fan Toboggan Moen scored the Stanley Cup winning goal. (laughs) (laughs) That is the funniest shit I've ever read. Everything makes so much more sense now. (laughs) He won the game winning goal in game one and also scored the cup winning goal in game five. To win his first Stanley Cup. Wow. Do it for Toboggan. The goal was actually an own goal. <laughs> but since he was the last duck to touch the puck, he was credited with the goal. That is so amazing. Oh my god. Oh my god. Cups in the room. Cups in the room. <laughs> I need to get a Moen jersey now. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. Why did you say toboggan? <laughs> toboggan. <laughs> 27. 27. Oh my god, that's that is the I'm so glad I looked at that. That's the best thing I've ever read. And on that note, I'm Carolyn. You can find me on Twitter at Glasslicity. I am Marin. You can find me on Twitter at Marinish. Um, you can find our official Twitter at Beardious Ladies. Yeah. And you can find our email if you want us to send us a question, comment, longer, whatever, uh, at beardiestladies at gmail.com you can also find our tumblr at twobeardedladies.tumblr.com and our official website is twobeardedladies.wordpress.com happy new year should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind should old acquaintance be